0: Uh, good morning, good evening. Um, this is Calvin, Wayne Pennywood Jr. This is episode 12 of The Glory in Our Stories. Today, I am interviewing a young man, uh guy that I met a couple of years ago, when we both were co-workers at Target, uh, Target of Augusta, uh, Jairus Franklin. Um, to, kick, to kick it off, I'm going to hit Jared with a, with a pop quiz. He, he wasn't expecting this. So, uh, oh, man. I'm going to ask him one question first. You think he already answered it before. Oh, wow. Are you a Will Smith fan or a Fresh Prince fan? Oh, Which one man. is it?
1: Oh, man. Um nice be honest, that's... ah man. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I'm gonna have to go for his prince, man. Uh, Fresh Prince is the only reason I rock with Will Smith, to be honest. So, I mean, if it wasn't for the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, man, I probably, you know, wouldn't watch half of the stuff I watch Will Smith do now. Yeah. So, I can,
0: I can say Fresh Prince. I'll say Fresh Prince for sure. For sure. All right. We're gonna put that to the test. Okay. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna quote a couple of lines from three different songs. Okay. And you have to tell me which song is it coming from. Okay. And if you want, you can even guess the year. Ooh. If, you, if you're if feeling lucky. I was born in 93 now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. And uh, thank you for saying that because now you make me feel old. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, we can change the date. <laughs> Birth certificate's not
1: on file.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, first song, here it is. Here it is, the groove slightly transformed, just a bit of a break from the norm, just a little something to break the monotony of all that hardcore dance that has gotten to be a little bit out of control, it's cool to dance, but what about the groove that soothes, that moves romance? That's nothing
1: but summertime. Yes. Nothing but summertime. Yes. What year do you think it came out? Ooh. Uh, I think if I'm if I, the video was playing back in my mind, Will had a little goatee at the time. <laughs> he picked up a little bit of weight. He wasn't fat, but you know he was getting clearly he was getting a better check. Uh, <laughs> I want to say ninety something, man. I okay, I'll go around 92,
0: 93. ninety three. Ninety one. Oh, close, close, yeah, real
1: close. Because he was it was he was a little bit older then, so that's how I was like you know, kind of close, but. Mm.
0: I wonder how old he was when he started First Prince. He was in his 20s, wasn't he? Yeah, he was still kind of young, man. Because
1: um, he had... Uh, I know one of the major movies he had just done was Independence, Independence Day. Yeah. So, like, if that kind of categorizes... So, I guess you can go from the time Independence Day dropped to maybe, like, a couple months before that. Mm-hmm. However old he was during that time frame is when the First Prince was around because they said it on, like,
0: some behind-the-scenes stuff. You yeah. Know, that he was doing Independence Day, so... Um, man, that's... We'll, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> um, next, next, next few lines. This is the next song. Roughnecks, so go check the law and abide. Watch your step, we Will, flex and get a hole in your side. Swallow your pride, don't let your lip react. You don't want to see my hand where my hip be at. That's Will Smith? Mm.
1: That's the Fresh Prince talking that violent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um me and Will need to sit down and have a talk. I didn't know the, uh, that must have been the full-blown West Philly coming out right then. Uh, say the lyrics one more time. All right.
0: Rough flex, so go check the law and the Watch your step with flex and get a hole in your side. Swallow your pride, don't let your lip react. You don't want to see my hand where my hip be at. I'm not going to lie, I don't think I
1: know this one. I... I My hip on the side kind of got me thinking of a song, but I don't remember those lyrics in that song. Let me give you a clue. Let me take it.
0: Let me phone a friend. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. um, Dang. I don't want to give it away.
1: Yeah, please don't. Cause 'cause I'm gonna bump it on the whole way home Uh after this. Okay.
0: It was from a movie. (sighs) He he specifically did this for a movie. Men in Black. No, that wasn't men in
1: black. Men in black was. They was happy. Um,
0: oh man, this is bad. I'm not gonna. I don't know. I'm not gonna. I give you one more guess. He did it for a movie. I'm gonna read it one more time. Okay. Roughneck, so go check the law on abide. Watch your step. We'll flex and get a hole in your side. Swallow your pride and let your lip react. You don't want to see my hand where my hip be at.
1: I know this song. Like I like I like I know it. Like every time you repeat it, like I know it and I see it. Okay, so I'm gonna guess the movie just because this is this is one of the most violent movies. Is it from the first Bad Boys? Possibly. You got that look on your face (laughs) like you almost had it. Uh, Just Calvin, just tell me. I'm gonna just feel bad after the fact. I'm gonna feel bad. Wild Wild West. Oh (laughs) yes. Oh, man. See, that was one of the bad movies we don't like to talk about when we talk about First, <laughs> first. We We
0: do going talk about Wild
1: Wild West.
0: Okay. And as funny as it is hard, it is hard for me to watch, go back and like yeah. take the time to like, you know what? I'm going to pull this out and watch it. Yeah. Because it was, yeah.
1: I mean, I can still watch it, but it's, yeah. it's one of his worst movies. As <laughs> he, and he would say the same, like he said the same thing. He was like, we're not going to talk about Wild Wild West. <laughs> we're not going to talk about
0: that. Um, uh, Last one. I, I think you're going to get this one. I better. <laughs> you got a product bag with a lot of stuff in it. Give it to your friend. Let's spin Everybody looking at me, glancing at the kid. Wishing you, Nick, was dancing the jig. Here with this handsome kid. Kigga cigar right from Cuba Cabot. I just bite it. It's for the look. I don't light it.
1: I feel so bad right now. Because I hear these <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's so. Bad. I know you... Oh man. I'm telling like I have this man, I got this dude on Pandora. I got this dude on you. I got all the videos like this. <laughs> I got the whole season. I got a shirt, I got socks. I oh, I kept the receipt for all of that. Cuz clearly
0: Oh, one more time. One more time. Uh, You got a Prada bag with a lot of stuff in it. Give it to your friend, let's spin. Everybody looking at me glancing the kid. Wishing your nigga dancing the jig. Kid with this handsome kid. Sig a a cigar right from Cuba cabar. I just bite it for the look. I don't light it. Getting jiggy with it? Yeah. Yeah. I knew it. I had to get it. I had to take it. Nice, nice, nice. I had to take it. I'll talk about Yeah. Uh, Wild Wild West and Getting Jiggy With It came around came out around the same time. Yeah, Wild Wild West nineteen ninety nine, Getting Jiggy With nineteen ninety eight. Okay. Um, oh man. Yeah, I knew that since you were a cat of improv, I knew that you would enjoy that. Oh yeah, world. man. Yeah, man. Wait, and plus we get into that as soon as we get to the the interview. Um, okay. Just to kick that off. I wanted to throw that out there. I when I was working at Target. And we'll be closing, which would be like the best part of the night because I was always closing at night. The funny thing about is Jerris would say something, but he's serious. <laughs> and it's one of those things where you like, did he just say? And he and he did. And he, he sometimes, he, most of the time, he didn't apologize, but it was it was a hundred percent true, a hundred percent true. And it's one of those things like the, I know y'all see this because that that's basically what he's saying. I know y'all. See, I'm not the only one that see this. Right. So after that, I was like, this cat is like genuinely funny, genuinely funny. And and there's certain things he said pertaining to his life because you only get business and pieces. And I'm like, wow, that actually happened. So I I literally had I had to interview you, interview you, so I could find out more about. Jarrett's You know what I'm saying Yeah man Um If you can start off Just let us know Where you were born Um How was your childhood And where What led you To where you are now In a sense Okay Um uh, Born and
1: raised in the city mm-hmm. Um Pops is from Pops out of the family Is from Jersey Um So I'm pretty sure They moved down here At some point in time yeah. Um uh, Cause my pops went to Glen Hills My real mother Uh Rest in peace I soul Um as far as I know, Tifton, Georgia, as far as I know, um, somewhere around Tifton, maybe macon area. Mm-hmm. Um I know she moved down here as well. Um, both of them went to Savannah State. Yeah. Um, I believe that's how they met. A um, couple years down the road in 93, I guess they decided... Before 93, I guess they decided to do the wild thing. <laughs> and uh, 1993 is when I made my entrance. Uh, went to... Elementary school here, Sue Reynolds, middle school here, Langford uh, High School, Richmond Academy, Purple and Gold. Um, I think what made me start to realize who I was, I think as I started getting older, I started asking people um, mainly about my mom, of course, because I was young when she died. I was maybe, I'll say between maybe three or four, maybe. I was still trying to figure out who I was at that point in time, I guess you could say. As I get older, you know, you try to figure out where you want to go, things you want to do in life, stuff like that. Um, through the time in high school, my mindset was focused on the military, so I wanted to do that. Didn't really work out. Um, just, you know, sometimes when you give, when you try certain things, I feel like a certain amount of times, I mean, granted, if you want it. Yeah. At a certain point in time, I feel like you have to be honest with yourself and be like, is this really for me? It's not really working out, Like, so it's time to really pick yeah um didn't realize that was for me so i just started working um i started realizing that i already knew i was funny in high school kind of mm-hmm. sort of i didn't win class clown which was kind of having mad <laughs> uh but i got a good friend one so which was, it was fine because he was funny too mm-hmm. but um i started realizing i was like man like like i'm like i'm funny like you know what i mean but i don't know if i can go to that next level funny like i just yeah. know i'm funny And then people used to always tell me, like, your mom was funny. Like, your mom used to do the same things. You're doing cracking jokes. Just honestly, like, just funny. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, Decided I should probably try to do something with it for real. Um, Ever since then, definitely started taking it more serious. Definitely started doing different things. And it made me to the person I am now, Um, which will bring us to the the end of the question that you asked me. Um, The the person I am now. Um, Just trying to figure out. Who my mom was to try to really figure out, help me, and in, in turn find myself a little bit, um, because that was a major part of my life that was missing, and mm-hmm. is still to a certain extent missing, just for the simple fact that she's not here. But um, with me talking to different people, things like that, mm-hmm. kind of helped me and mold me into who I am
0: today. So, do you somehow now do you have like a general idea of who your mom was based off what you've already what you've learned up until now from other people?
1: Yeah, I do. um Actually, one, I believe it was, it's either when I turned 21 or 22. Mm-hmm. And my um, my current mother now, uh, my dad remarried, um, mm-hmm. my current mother now, she did, it's one of the best gifts I've ever gotten. She actually took the time out to reach out to my aunt, which is my real mom's brother's wife. So her brother, her brother's wife. Yeah. Um, She reached out to her and different people, like, to get information, so like, she reached out to my aunt, my aunt reached out to her college friends. my mama, my mom now called other people to try to get other information from her, and all of them actually wrote letters wow. about the different experiences, things like that that they had with my mom telling me what type of person she was, and this is these are them real friends now them, <laughs> them, them friends that you was in college with, so they know you know what I mean? like they know what type of person you was. four years with you so they you know so reading some of the letters and things like that hearing um some of the jokes she told and how she acted I was like oh my god like we're literally one in the same like we are literally the same person like we already look alike like if anybody goes to any of my social media literally just put a wig on like it's I promise you it's the exact same so I definitely have somewhat of a very much better picture versus what I had as far as growing up I guess through I'll say middle school through high school mm-hmm. I definitely have a better picture of who she was
0: now versus then that's funny because because um, with uh, what's his name Robin Williams he mm-hmm. got his humor from his mom mm-hmm. and um, you would think that somehow it may be the other way around but he said his dad was like very serious he told him he needed to have a have a backup plan like welding or something mm-hmm. and he told this to Rob when he was young and it's funny because he actually went to school with um, uh, Christopher Reeves oh okay they were roommates at Juilliard mm-hmm. up north so uh, and you see where what he's done simply by just being himself mm-hmm. and, and I think that's the one thing that really intrigued me was when you told me that in passing I was yeah. like oh he lost his mom yeah and I've, I've met some people who's lost their parents like as teenagers mm-hmm. but you were actually you were a baby yeah how, how did she pass uh
1: so my mom had heart problems so I believe heart attack heart attack she had uh-huh. heart attack she always had heart problems um I know uh I don't want to say too much because I don't want to get it wrong yeah. you know what I mean I don't want to say what happened or whatever because I don't want to I don't want to get the story confused but I know she did have heart problems and as far as I know she did pass because of a heart attack yeah. um so, it, I believe, uh, it, I was still, like I said, I was still little, so I don't re- really remember mm-hmm. anything, which is why I had to ask a lot of questions. And then it was on Christmas. Oh. So, man. like, every year, people are checking on me, texting me, calling me, making sure I'm good. And I'm like, yeah, man, I'm good. And people like, to even celebrate Christmas anymore? And it's kind of like, I was still young, so it doesn't really, uh, like, I grew up. Not really having her like that, and then it, it took me to get to a certain age, like I said before, to really ask questions. So at that, at a certain point, I was already kind of like, like used to it. I mean, I think that that might sound kind of bad, but I was like, I was already used to, you know what I mean? Like it didn't really affect me because I didn't really think about it. And then I mean, being going so long yeah. without her, I mean, you know, it was kind of rough. But yeah. I'm used to it now, man. I, um, I did. I mean, I think about it certain times especially with all this going on now which I'm pretty sure we'll talk about uh, you know I just try to do it for her definitely
0: because I know I know it'll make her proud so um, it's funny somebody said something somebody was talking about talking about losing parents or not having parents and somebody made a awful comment saying you can't miss what you don't have mm. and I was like okay and this was also in reference to um, low income communities Mm-hmm. Somehow, something that they never had or experienced so they can't miss it. But at the same time, you still inquire you still acquire these questions, mm-hmm. you still have these concerns. My cousin, um, she was actually in the womb when her dad passed away. That's crazy. So she, she knows what he looks like, but she would never know Uncle Henry. Mm-hmm. Never. And I thought about that for a long time. But the way she was brought up, it was like I mean, as she's concerned, mm-hmm. but it's something that she's used to. Yeah, and I remember you telling me years ago you got your height from your mom. Yeah, man. Did she play? Yeah, football? man. Let me tell you something.
1: <laughs> my my mother was taller than my father. Okay, uh, let's just let's just throw that out there right now. <laughs> that is uh, disgusting on every single level. Uh, I tell everybody this, every time I tell them this, everyone they say, who'd you get your height from? I mean, my dad's tall, too. Don't get me wrong. My dad's tall, too. Um, six feet. Uh, he's at least 6'1". He's at least 6'1". Uh, my mom definitely had to be at least like, my, my real mom definitely had to be at least like 6'2". At least 6'2 and a half. You know, I'm going to get to them quarters and stuff <laughs> like that. There's a picture, I tell everybody, there's a picture where she's literally... Like, they're hugging face-to-face, face and her arms are, like, hugging his head. Like, she can put her chin on his head. Uh, I was like, brother, you shouldn't have let her take that picture. Like, you you shouldn't have let anybody take that picture. But, um, no, man, she was definitely athletic. My pops was athletic. Um, it's crazy, in one of the letters, uh, they used to be like, hey, man, your mom, man, she, she used to be out there on the court with the fellas. Like, hey, what's up, post-move? Hook <laughs> shot, like getting it in, and I just look at me and I'm just like, what happened? What you know? What's you know, what's, what's really going on? You know what I mean? That's, yeah. I must have missed it. But no, nah, both of them, both of my parents were very athletic. Um, my dad definitely played in high school. He definitely played football, and uh, I know he played football at Savannah State. I'm not too sure about basketball, but I know my mom played basketball at Savannah State as well. Mm. Um, pretty legit too, from what people tell me. So,
0: do you have any siblings?
1: Um, so. When my dad got remarried, uh, I inherited a stepbrother and a stepsister, and then back. Oh, I don't want to get the line. When my little sister was born, but my dad decided to do that thing again. <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking. And now he got another kid. He used to always say he ain't want no more kids. So granted, when he got remarried, granted they were already older, so he was good. Yeah. But then he you know he messed around. <laughs> you know, I don't know what happened. But nah, they, we've all been blessed with uh, a little sister, Taylor. Um, she's uh, nine now. She's about as tall as me. Uh, so, yeah, so two inherited and one uh, little sister, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's four of us. And you're the oldest? No, I'm not the oldest. Um, it's my stepbrother, stepsister, me, and then the youngest one. So, okay. well, don't give me
0: the line about how old
1: my stepbrother is. Let's, let's just not anymore worry about the numbers. Just know I'm third.
0: <laughs> So, um, now as far as, well, how did, your, how did your dad deal with this as far as that you know of? Was he, was he very open about how you felt? Like, what, what was the connection? How was he relaying the relationship he had with your mom with you when you were growing up? Was it something that he was trying to, I'm sure he wasn't trying to hide anything, mm-hmm. but how did he handle it as a parent?
1: So, to be completely honest, like, my dad, my dad doesn't really talk. Yeah, he doesn't, um, he talks, but, like, he's not the dad, hey, what's going on, son, how you doing today, let's go outside and play catch, you want to shoot some hoops or something like that, you good, son, blah, 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 yeah. he's never really been that dad to talk, like, we never really talked about girls, we never really had the quote-unquote birds and the bees, um, he, he's, he's a quiet guy, I mean, he'll talk if if he speak, of yeah. course, like, hey, Joe, how you doing, hey, I'm good, like, you would have to keep the conversation going, um. I don't know man my uh to be completely honest, my dad is a mystery on that um I feel like there might be some things in there, definitely, just for the simple fact that sometimes I would ask him questions, mm-hmm. and sometimes I can see on his face that he honestly probably didn't want to talk about it. um I'm not going to necessarily say some of the questions I asked he didn't know the answer to because at, at mm-hmm. a certain point in time it was a wife and me y'all were in college together, so I know you know something yeah. but. Uh, I don't know if I had to if I honestly had to guess, I honestly would think it hurts him. Um, Mm. I saw a video from the funeral a while ago, a while ago from, uh, his mom, my grandmother, and he was front row crying. Um, and I've never really seen my dad cry by the way either. Um, so I definitely know it hurted him. Mm. I know he felt it. Um, I definitely think he might have some internals that he might, you know, just sometimes you just got to talk about it, man. Sometimes that's not really good. Just let it sit there and build up. Um, and I think, I think, I, I, I feel like, just because I know my stepmom, I feel like, I feel like they might have had this conversation just to try to get them to talk. Maybe. I don't know this for for sure. Mm-hmm. But she's she's been with my dad. I believe they got married in '07, So she, I'm pretty sure she knows a good bit, of course. Yeah. Um, she likes to ask questions. So I know she knows, <laughs> you know, some stuff. But um, he, I'm pretty sure there's some things that bothered him about it. Um mm-hmm. Like I said, I asked, but I tried not to pry too much because I still had, at the time, I still had my uncle. Mm. I still had my aunt. I still had a, another grandmother. um, So, I mean, if he didn't want to answer it, I mean, granted, he was one of the most valuable resources. Yeah. But I had others, but I think he just, I think he took it a little rough, to be honest. I think he took it a little rough. I mean, at the end of the day, that was your wife, so. Yeah. And then probably to a certain extent, or... All the way your best
0: friend. So, Mm -hmm. So, um, as far as now, you know, you said you got your 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 humor Mm -hmm. from your mom. What 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 what, what do you thrive on as far as enhancing your humor? Like, what what motivates you? Like, is there any particular comedians or somebody that or actors Mm -hmm. or actresses that you? Somebody that you really admire and always have? Um I think what
1: makes me that makes me want to be better is when I see well, this is gonna sound kinda of corny. Sometimes I think about when they tell me my mom was funny, sometimes I think about, ooh, what if both of us was in the room? Like, <laughs> oh, what kind of roasting session would that be? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, like sometimes I play in my mind like like she not be, like she not winning. Like at, at, at any point in time, when we meet face to face, it's not it's not gonna be a discussion. Like we roast it, like hug. All right, you ready? Like, <laughs> that's what I plan on doing. Um I think that is what kind of like I think that's one of the things that really motivates me. Just and, and like I said, it sounds kind of corny because I didn't know how funny she was, but everybody everybody tells me like she was funny. So I'm like, I don't know, but just know I'm better than you. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> um I think I don't I don't know if I really have a comedian that I look to um, because I like so many of them. Um, mm-hmm. I, definitely, I definitely love the OGs of comedy as far as, you know, mm-hmm. Cedric the Entertainer, Bernie Mac, um, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Um, I've seen a couple of... J. Arnest J. is pretty funny. He makes me cry. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's just, I pretty much, honestly, I stare at the old cats. I look at a lot of Chris Tucker's old work. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at a lot of Martin's old work. Um Eddie Griffin had some funny ones. Yeah, he did. Eddie Griffin had some heat back in the day. <laughs> um but I think the real like OGs, oh, I know a lot of people say Richard Pryor.
0: Mm.
1: Um I've listened to a little bit. I think that was a little bit past my time for me to actually relate to Richard Pryor mm. a little bit. So I don't necessarily say Richard Pryor. He's funny man. Don't get me don't get it twisted like I'm not you know what I mean? Throwing any kind of shade, like I've definitely listened to Richard Pryor, and the man is funny, yeah. and he's and he is very real and very honest. <laughs> um, so I think from him, what I take from him is trying to be honest as I can and stand up and just putting it all out there. I mean, when you do certain things, you can't really be scared to do it, um, right. and that's something I think that Kevin Hart kind of ties into. Like he was, on, like he's honest, like and then he flipped it, like hey, my dad did this, my dad did that, like this is what's going on, and it's crazy because. You, when you hear other people talk about it, mm. it's easier for you to talk about it. So, yeah. I look at some of those guys that literally tell the truth about their lives on stage and are able to flip it and be honest at the same time yeah. and not really care what anybody has to say. That's yeah. something that motivates me and pushes me too because there are certain things in my life when that happens or that has happened that I'm definitely gonna talk about, and <laughs> whether it's good or bad, like I'm going to talk about it because. It always helps when other people can hear what you've been through because these same people are going through some of the same things. Yeah. So that motivates me too. Like I'm, a, I'm gonna say this because you probably over here going through the same thing. And you probably feel like you alone. Nah, bro. We both we both got this going on. You know what I mean? Like you not by yourself. Yeah. So, it, it, that pushes me um, to want to be better, but I mean funnier. <sighs> I think I think just with myself because I know what level I'm. Mm-hmm. I know the type of comedy I'm going to start doing or doing. Um, I think it's just me challenging myself to be funny. Like, just can you really appeal to this type of person? Can you appeal to that type of person? And it's crazy because I know I can just from different, different jobs, making people laugh every day, um, different classes and stuff I've been to, making different people laugh that don't know me no matter black, white, purple, green, yellow, foreign, overseas, whatever. Yeah. Like, I've already done it, so that's some of the things I gotta remember. Like, you've done this already. Like, you just gotta do it again. Like, you do it every day. Yeah. Um, but as far as just getting funnier, it's
0: just myself, just trying to challenge myself. I think the coolest thing is, the uh, funny thing is, when, you, when you're at work, you, is, cause you were talking about mentioning something that you know somebody already sees or already understand. Mm-hmm. They're just waiting for somebody to say something. Yeah. And you're usually the first one yeah. to say it. And I think that's one, I know that's one thing that I missed. Mm-hmm. By, by working there, yeah. what was that? Because you would you would you a low key throw some throw some stuff out, yeah. And I'm like, you know he he he's right.
1: He's like I'm like, I know y'all see this. Like, don't anybody else gonna see? Anybody else gonna say nothing? Like, y'all just gonna let him walk out of here like this? Ain't nobody gonna tell this person that they out here living foul.
0: Whose man is this? <laughs> whose <laughs> whose man's is this? Because uh, working in retail, that's that's one of the. Best places for people watching, it it really is. Yes, sir. And um, when you're when you're working in a in a setting where you see heavy traffic come through it all the time, you are you bound to see something where you literally got hey, you. Really. And and when you were there, when I came, because I came when I was I was still in high school
1: when mm-hmm. I met when I met you, and um, you know we were on the floor. Yeah, man, I was still in high school, man. Uh, especially that first time before yeah. I came back. Yeah, man, I was still in high school, man, and. You know, we want the floor, so we see people, yeah. but we don't see people. Because, you know, we might be on the house zone and pushing a tub or some reshop. Yeah. Calvin, they done messed around. You know, they put your boy at the front. <laughs> <laughs> Calvin, I'm at the front door with it. So I see everything. And that's one of the things I like because. I can't wait to take 15... I can't wait to take my breaks now because I immediately, if I see something, I'll try to keep remembering and keep remembering. So when I go on break, well, I'm writing it down. I'm writing <laughs> it down because some of this, like you said, man, retail, some of the stuff you see, man, is crazy. Like, you see almost any and everything coming in and out of that store every day and night, man. And it...
0: It's free <laughs> material for me, so I'm, I'm game for it. Uh, um, I just learned... Well, they had this. You, you ever seen the show? Um, what's the name of that? It's a YouTube channel, and these guys they they roast people like a lot. Mm-hmm. And I just learned about the roast hand, like this. Oh when, yes. <laughs> oh what? <laughs> yeah. When, man. They, when you hold the hand out, and because they had to teach these two older people how to roast, mm. so like when you, you what, know, uh, what was about. was it, it the old white dude <laughs> in the black? Yes. Oh. <laughs>
1: The old white guy demolished that black lady. <laughs> yes, he did. He demolished her. He
0: did. It felt so bad. But um that because um, I knew like back in the day I would have been too sensitive to, to deal with that. But I mm-hmm. realized like you really it's no hard feelings. Mm-hmm. It's just you gotta be on point. Oh yeah. You gotta be quick. Mm-hmm. So how does that how does that play out for you as far as mentally like what do you have to do to prepare yourself in a sense if you can break that that experience and down with like when you come to roasting somebody like how do you to so do doing that?
1: so I have a lot of experience just for the simple fact that I was the kid that was getting roasted yeah. uh, <laughs> and I would definitely say i tell everybody this sixth grade Burke County Middle School one of the roughest times in my life. I've never been talked about so bad wow. in my life. And that's why I sometimes like sometimes I don't sometimes I don't give these people what they really need to get. <laughs> because I know I, I sometimes I go back to that sixth grade kid man and I'm just I'm just remembering the stuff they used to say about me, how they used to pick on me, yell at me, blah 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 blah. Wow. And I'm just like like that's rough. So that as I got older started making me have to be quick. Yeah. Like, you, like, because I don't know what you're going to say. Like, people have been talking about me my whole life. People talk about me now. <laughs> so, I think from sixth grade, just depending on how you're brought up, like, you know, just the type of kid you are. Um, at least for me personally, my sixth grade years, my year, I said it like I got kept that. Um, almost, but I made it. Um, sixth grade definitely was a stepping stone in preparing me just for the unknown. Like, I like I didn't know I was going to want to do this. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it was a, uh, a lesson in disguise because now, knowing from having somebody quit get you and you can't say nothing like nothing, like because you know they're gonna get you, yeah. And then I wasn't, I was, I was still living here, like in Richmond County, like I went to Burke County just because I, I know my dad wanted me to go, and my aunt was teaching out there at the time, so me and my cousin went, so I didn't know anybody but my cousin. And granted, my cousin had juice out there, like she was cool, like she was the cool kid, and I was. You know, I wasn't lame because I was still funny. Yeah. I was still funny. Which let me skate by a little bit. But not enough to fly completely under the radar without somebody talking about you. So yeah. I still had the head. My head was still big. And you know, I was probably still processing that thing. Um, but, I mean, just to get your mind right for a roaster, man. Like, that's what got me right. And then it just depends on, I think, who it is. Like, I still pick my battles. Like, sometimes if I know this person might get me, I'm just like, all right, I'm chill out. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say something. But yeah. don't, don't do it. Don't Don't do it. First thing I analyze, okay, what they got on, what they looking like, do he stink, do he walk funny, is he always late? Like, that's the type of stuff I think, but I Mm. analyze your whole, your whole, your body language, everything, like, don't, and don't let me know you. (laughs) Don't let me know you. It's a wrap. Like, don't, don't do that. Have you ever gone against Leah? Because that... I was gonna get to that too. Mate, okay, so listen, she got
0: some sick shoes. Let me tell you something, Leah.
1: Leah, um, <laughs> Leah definitely was uh, because you know Leah ain't really got no filter, bro, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> but not, but not, and Leah's prepared me too. That was about to say. I think sixth grade, literally sixth grade, and from the time I met Leah, yeah. and actually became friends with her, mm-hmm. have definitely prepared me for anything. Like it's made my skin so much tougher yeah. just for the simple fact that she's gonna talk junk. First and foremost, they talk about my pants every day I come to work. <laughs> I had to go out and buy pants. Like at a point, I got sick of it. <laughs> I got sick of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's made. She's made me. She's she's been one of the people who's made my skin so tough, especially because I know she knows the, the field I'm trying to go into with acting and things like that. Like yeah. people gonna talk about you every single day. Like mm-hmm. who? Like who cares? You know what I yeah. mean? She's made my skin tough. But me and Lee, I mean me and Lee, a joking job, man. But I don't be trying to go to with Lee, man. I mean. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't really got time for it man but no nah, we 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 uh we we definitely take shots <laughs> like how like if that's the answer to your question oh, we take shots yeah. at each other most
0: definitely most definitely oh man I I couldn't I couldn't go there with anybody cuz and she Leah gets on me about being um too light skinned cuz I'm too sensitive to light skin <laughs> be honest. sometimes no. She'd be right, man. I'm like, dang like if, I mean, but I ain't, I ain't gonna let you be at that by yourself. <laughs> it's a couple times she done had to get me up about my
1: feelings. <laughs> she she had to get me up about my feelings yesterday. As a matter of fact, she said, Listen, I gotta send you these song lyrics 'cause you was you was I just know you over that trip. <laughs> I texted back, man, you don't know me, man. You don't know my life. You don't know this. So she knows, man.
0: She knows. Uh my my sister when I was younger. My, Natalie, she's a middle child. Mm-hmm. The older one's Tasha. Natalie and I, we never talked about each other, but she was so witty. Like, mm. we would, something would say, and she would walk off and mumble something. <laughs> and I'm like, it's like throwing a, 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 um cat firecracker over your shoulder <laughs> and it just I mean, and it hits me every yeah. single time and I hated that because I couldn't you can not say nothing back no and I was sensitive <laughs> so I was like sometimes no. I would cry man I'm like man why should oh gotta have less words
1: yes I feel you and it's, every time and it's crazy you say that about your sister and it, it, it from from my friends which I call my brothers Tony o, Donovan my boy Hayden they've there was a before and, and they and they came they came way before they was like after 6th grade or so they came way before Leah like as people that have just that have made me tough yeah just within anything like just because they're brutally honest as well like we gonna keep it funky like we not like look bro, you tripping like and I'm about to find you up about it like it is and like we we roasted each other all the time Tony will call Tony will talk about my nose <laughs> He and me talk. Man, we talk about all three of us have something. Well, I'm just going to say, I'm going to give you an example. All four of us have something. So they talk about my nose. Mm. They call me nose. And they'll talk about my head. Two things they'll fire me up about. And me being low-key, the slowest one in the crew. Like, I'm out of everybody, I'm the slowest one in the crew. Like, school-wise and stuff, I'm the slowest one. So they'll talk about me about that. Um, my boy Hayden. <laughs> Uh, Hayden has a blue tooth Hayden has a fake tooth But that bad boy is blue I think he had like a popsicle or something (laughs) one day So one of his front main tooth One of his front main teeth is like blue Like it's faded now because it's a little old (laughs) But that bad boy is blue And Hayden is is white male You know He be hunting He got all that pig heads on the wall So we be like We ain't going to Hayden house He hanging us on the wall You know what (laughs) what I mean So we be doing that Uh, My boy Donovan Oh, Donovan, he's the youngest one in the crew. Mm-hmm. So we just leave that there. You know, the youngest one in the crew just get it about everything. Yeah. Everything. And then Tony, has nipples the size of pepperoni's. <laughs> so we talk about we talk about we talk about his chest all the time. And it's so funny. And we'll just make jokes back and forth off each other. But when you when you have people that that are honest with you yeah. and let you know what's up and just honestly talk about the present once you get to a certain point and somebody says it you're like oh okay and like you know how many times i heard that already like what else you got and then it's easier when you're already comfortable mm-hmm. because people have been talking about it your whole life or they've addressed it that makes you quicker too when you're roasting like oh okay boom whatever because you brush it off it don't, mm-hmm. it don't catch you by surprise you don't feel hurt mm-hmm. you know what I mean so it's just like oh I'm good. What else you got? Is it? Are you done?
0: Like, because I'm coming with it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh, man. So, in the future, if you, getting, you have a, if you get a hold of a large platform, Mm -hmm. you have, like, maybe your own special. Mm -hmm. Or you may get in a film or something. The one thing that a lot of stars are facing today is backlash from fans. Mm -hmm. And it comes quick because of social media. So, it's Mm -hmm. like you, pick up your phone, bam, there its Mm-hmm. I'm... Have you... Well, have you ever been, been in a position where you're being critiqued? Has anybody said anything towards what you do or what you do naturally to the point that they were trying to attack you? Have you gotten any negative feedback about... Just like what I'm trying to do? Yeah, um... Cause there's always going to be haters. Of course. Always.
1: Of course. Um... At right now, at this moment, just because I'm still kind of fresh in it yeah i'm still kind of I'm still kind of new i'm still trying to get my name out there I haven't really encountered somebody mm-hmm. saying you're not gonna make it just really what you want to do like yeah. what are you thinking type situation um so far, I have had tremendous amount of support um, from friends and family <laughs> um, from you as well um I think the only time which might fit the question. The only time there was an audition that I went on in Atlanta. And um, I read a script and also did a little bit of improv. And I can't remember. It definitely wasn't the head director. But he, he had a little, a little bit of juice on, you know, critiquing or picking whoever was going to go to the next level. As far as in audition-wise to the next audition or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, he looked me dead in my face. He was like, I really don't know why you're here. Dang. Like you are terrible. You are not funny. You did not sell me on these lines. I wouldn't do another audition if I were you. And I was just like <laughs> I, was, I was I was stuck. I was stuck yeah. because he was so and he was dead serious. Like he yeah. didn't like he was dead serious. Alright, have a nice day, you're excused. Damn. And I just had to walk out. I just like I just had to walk out. I think that's the that's the only time or the roughest time that I think anybody's just like told me and I don't even know if that's necessarily like I don't I don't necessarily think he was hating. I don't think I did that bad. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I did that bad but just how bad he like like you said critiqued me like on every like I did nothing right. Like you couldn't read right. You were not funny. You did not sell me. Like so I did two different things and I did nothing right. And at this point in time I had been on I know for a fact I had at least did I bet I had at least done maybe like four auditions mm-hmm. before. And at no point in time did they ever tell me, like, you're terrible. Like, you suck. Yeah. Um, most of them were just were, hey, you did good, man. But, you know, we're going to go with someone else. Or, hey, like, you, we honestly want you to have a little bit more experience. Or they weren't trying to take a chance on me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they were trying to, they wanted to hit then and not later. Yeah. Versus taking a chance on me and having, like, a 50-50 thing going on. Or it could work, oh, but it might not. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's... I haven't really had anybody down me or talk about me or that I know of. Yeah, not to my face, like you said. You know, I'm saying social media is crazy. So people, like you said, you pick up your phone and it's right there, and you'll see people talking about you. But I don't know. I'm not there yet, so I, I I don't know. Um, I know it's gonna come, of course. um, Anytime you're in the limelight like that, but right now I haven't, to my knowledge, I haven't had anybody. Try to try to down me,
0: not yet. I know uh, Kevin Hart said that he went to a club when he was first starting off, mm-hmm. and I think the manager came up to him. He said, "You will never perform again. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're not gonna be anything." And he was just and Kevin Hart was like, "Is he? He talking to me?" Yeah. And and it's funny because he said that's one of the main things that drove him. Oh yeah. That, that one experience right there Saturday
1: night Live turned them down too i look I look, really yes I looked that up Saturday night Live turned down a lot of people I don't know if like if people want to look wow. it up I've, i and I, and, I, and I had to and I think I was talking to Leah about this actually Saturday night Live turned down. you'd be surprised how many people got turned down about from from Saturday night Live that are famous right now he tried out for s n l and they told him no wow yep so that's i mean not alone. <laughs> Is crazy. I mean, granted, I don't know what stage he was in in his career. Yeah. Maybe he was still fresh. Mm-hmm. You never know. But I mean, just to think about it, like, I guess now, like you know, you just, like he Kevin Hart now. Like, <laughs> I bet you feel real stupid. You yeah. know what I mean? It's all about taking a chance on people.
0: So, yeah. Uh let's see. I wanted to. Okay, this is one question I want to ask you. Okay. What's the some of the most <laughs> Outrageous funniest funniest experience that you've had yet, so far that you would definitely say that you, you added to your material. Uh oh. Ooh. Okay, this will be a little preview to the stand up then. <laughs> um uh, since he mentioned it, I'm gonna do a plug. Okay. October thirteenth of next month. Jairus Franklin will be performing at Humanity that night, nine PM. Mm -hmm. Um, when I saw it I I got I got bothered because I was like I thought it said September (laughs) (laughs) so I was like are you serious and um, what's the name Um, corrected me said no man it's October I said oh (laughs) okay yeah man so um, if you can come out uh, like I said I wouldn't I'm not just saying this because I know him I mean dude's funny and Come out and support me if you can, but you I promise you will not regret it. I can guarantee that. Yeah, I, I
1: appreciate it, man. It'll be my first one, man. So if it's not funny, it's going to be interesting <laughs> at the least. You know what I mean? Because I know, like I said before, like I know I got to do it sooner yep. or later. Um, I was actually talking to him today. I'm going to do one more plug. Um, Arthur, I got Arthur Chapman actually opening up that night, so he'll do maybe, like, three songs. I, I went. I had to go down there and talk to him today. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he was actually the guy uh, that dealt with, mainly with, I guess, booking people for the Humanity House. Yeah. And I know he asked me, he was like, uh, do you have anybody opening for you, or are you just coming out? And I was like, I've honestly been back and forth, like, thinking about, like, this. But I told him, I was like, man, like, I can just come out and do it. Like, there's no running from it. But the people, I just want to thank the people at Humanity House, because they have done so much to help me especially with it being my first one I was like you know what man like if you want to go ahead like if you want to do that I was like y'all the staff here and all of y'all have done so much to help me and knowing it's my first one mm-hmm. I said you can do that I was like do whatever you need to do man and I actually we actually just made that decision today when I talked to him so that yeah. at first it was just me but he's gonna do like a 15 15 minute set to get the crowd loosened up a little bit yeah. um so I felt like that was me in, in a way paying respect to them for definitely helping me and looking out for me, mm-hmm. with it being my first one, because it was kind of rough trying to find a spot a little bit. But he helped me out. Um
0: Calvin, I do forgot what the question was, Calvin. <laughs> you gotta repeat. I don't forgot. <laughs> uh, I think you asked. Well, the uh, what was the crazy experience? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, crazy experience. yeah, yeah, preview.
1: Um, who,
0: Calvin? I know you got a lot, Calvin. What? <laughs> Oh,
1: man! Um, I think by far the craziest experiences have been with my brothers Antonio Donovan and Hayden like the hands down <laughs> from girls man to cars to you know lying man i I'm trying to think
0: of one to tell that's not too crazy on your podcast or something you don't have to oh no, I could t- about your your, your routine like, don't i have the, us wait on that. Okay.
1: I, well, let me think about something crazy. Oh, no, man. It's a lot of crazy things I'm in my lifetime. <laughs> um, oh, my God. I'm really trying to think. It's crazy. And that's how you know you got too make You can't think of because now I want it to be funny. <laughs> and, oh, oh, my God. I got it. I got it. Mm-hmm. 11th grade. Oh, man. <laughs> It's one of those life lessons, man. I, there was something is something oh. I heard this year. Um, it's like when someone sh- when someone tells you who they are, listen. Like yeah. if someone's legitimately telling you the type of person they are, or they're showing you the type of person they are, mm. you have to do. You it's your duty to listen and pay attention. So when they're acting like how they act, how they truly are, mm. it's your job to pay attention because they're not gonna change. <laughs> like like you have to pay attention. Okay, so eleventh grade. Talking to a girl, and uh, both of us were both of us were juniors, mm-hmm. and we were ta- we were talking pretty heavy, like we were like almost to that stage where like we we was about to be in a relationship, boyfriend and girlfriend, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, she started talking to this freshman Calvin, ugly dude, Calvin. <laughs> I'm talking about yellow buck teeth Calvin, skinny, wanted to be a thug type brother in ROTC. How you gonna be thug in ROTC? Like what? You, what are you doing right now? What are, What are you thinking? Um, I will never forget. We were in the all, of, and it's crazy because all of this happened in one day. Yeah, we were walking in the hall, and at that point in time, like all of the kids that were thirty had just got kicked out the year before. Because when I got there in ninth grade, I was in class with like thirty year olds that were like, <laughs> "I'm just here to get away from my baby mama," like literally. Um, so eleventh grade, like all of them had just got kicked out. Um, so the hallways were were normally like very very crowded. Yeah. Calvin, he saw me in the hallway. Calvin bumped me, Calvin, like sho- like, <laughs> like through his shoulder. I'm like, oh, I don't know this thing. And just, I know he didn't just bump. And I'm with Tony. When, I, th- I think I was with Donovan. Donovan's still the shortest. He's still the smallest one in the crew. He's still, the, like I said, that's the youngest one in the crew. Yeah. Donovan looked at me. Looked at me. I was like, just chill out, man. Just chill out. Just calm down. Just calm down. So I'm walking, I'm chilling. And at that point in time, that's when I found out that she was actually talking to this dude, Mm -hmm. messing with this dude. Like, it's not just me. Yeah. So now I'm looking very, very dumb because this is a freshman, an ugly freshman. (laughs) More of the story what made it so epic and so big when the bell had rung, school was over. So everybody's going down the main steps. Mm -hmm. And this girl was... (sighs) Listen, y'all, this girl was a little thick, okay? Uh, (laughs) She wasn't... She wasn't like, she wasn't like hefty, but she was thick. Like she had thighs. She had, you know, the back end. She had a chest, right? So remember that. And remember, my boy Donovan is little, okay? Okay, just hold on, buckle up, right? So so I see her. And I'm just, I immediately, like, I'm like, I'm fronting her. Like, it's over with. Like, I'm fronting her right now. I got bumped by a little dude. I'm in here looking stupid. No, what's up? So I front her. And, like, we're not arguing, but she tries to get loud. And all I hear coming up the hallway. My boy Donovan is running up the hallway. T- somebody catches him and stops him. Donovan is going off. Like, yelling. Like, <laughs> yelling. Don't you do my boy like that? What is you talking? What is wrong with you? And it looks so funny because she's big. She's like, what, what? And, he, and, he, and he's like, he kicking. What you? No, no. Like he kicking. He screaming. He jumping. Yeah. Whole everybody looking, everybody watching. Didn't make nothing help because now they like Jerry. So you got him fighting in battles. Like he just as tall as the boy. She cheating on you with. Like what are you? Like what are you doing? I got talked about so bad for like probably that whole year. Um, probably that whole year I, I I ain't go to a couple classes um, But I think At that point in time What makes it so big I think at that point in time In my life Is because Donovan was always The guy to chill Donovan was always that guy Not talking Yeah. Donovan was trying to Donovan was the emotional one Like how you said he was sensitive. Donovan was this, Donovan I don't Let me tell you something I don't know who Drake was Because Donovan was Drake A long time ago <laughs> He was Drake a long time ago So to see him like livid like 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 about to fight? Yeah. He he what he was gonna punch, like a like a the thighs or something? Like I don't <laughs> he wasn't gonna touch a face. So it that just to see that and have everybody look at matter of fact I believe I was just standing there. I don't even think I did nothing. I don't even think I did nothing. But that was crazy. I think that's it's not the craziest thing, mm-hmm. but that's kind of minor of the craziest things without saying some of the stuff I'm gonna put in the stand up. Cause I promise you. <sighs> stand-up going to be a little worse. And all of our parents are going to be there. Oh, wow. So thank God all of us have moved out because <laughs> <laughs> they're going to find out some things that they didn't know.
0: Yeah. So that should be interesting. Um, and piggyback on that, um, as, a, as a writer, I realize that the best part about writing is being honest mm-hmm. and being able to see yourself in somebody else's Life and their words. Mm-hmm. and that's one thing I do enjoy about Kevin Hart, and mm-hmm. it's because he's 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 always been on, especially about his dad, mm-hmm. his parents, his, his 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 days as a young man. And have you ever heard of uh, heard Rick Fox? I've heard a little bit, so it depends on what it is. Um, dang, what is it? Because I try to listen to the old heads. He uh he did something. He was in a. A casino somewhere, and it was like the seventies. Mm-hmm. He is, man, he's deep. He's with it. He's nasty, <laughs> <laughs> but it was so funny though. Oh never I never, no. never would have expected that from him because I'm so used to, you know, uh, Fred Sanford. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm so I'm so used to that. And oh, is a red fox. It's a red fox, isn't it? I think part. I think you're right. I think you're right. If not, when we go back and listen to this podcast, we both <laughs> <gonna>
1: look crazy.
0: <laughs> but he was—I think it's was Red Fox. It's Red Fox. Red. I apologize. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> but I was just overwhelmed at how funny. Yeah. Like he was saying some some raunchy. Yeah. He came out once with a cup with breast on it. <laughs> it was, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> All man. To the cabin, you're gonna pay down. Oh all right. man. He was talking about pr- his prostitutes. What he, he he's actually one of three triplets, I think. Oh wow. So I think he has two other siblings mm-hmm. all twin. well, triplets. Uh he no he had no kids. And he would just come out there, have his little drink, have a mm-hmm. little cigarette, and he'd just be and just spitting off. And it was just something he would say a joke. He'll wait. And I'm like, oh. Because it will mm, go mm, right mm. over your head. But like a boomerang, it'll just come right come back. Come back and hit you real yeah. strong. Yeah. It's, um,
1: the I think the, the a guy that I can think about. The guy Full House. The
0: skinny dude. The, the dad. Uh Oh, my goodness. His name. Was his name Danny on the show? Oh, man. Yes. Yeah. I can't think of his I name. I it is. making me mad. I keep hearing his name everywhere. Because uh, people, be, people be getting on him he's I, I, he is nothing like the guy on the show
1: i saw one i saw one he did you should look it up you go home. It's crazy yeah. um he played a guitar i'm not gonna say what he said <laughs> but it took me by surprise I was like what like this is what you want this is what this is what you decided to talk about why i would have like this yeah. is, this is it so when you said that it made me think of him just because you're just like i i didn't see it coming because sometimes, I guess you get so wrapped up in like what what they portray on TV. Mm-hmm. So then when they come out here in real life, it's a completely different person. I was <laughs> shocked. So you should, you should look that up. I, if we can never remember their
0: names. Hey, man. I beating getting on him. Oh, remember Latrice O'Neill? You ever heard of him? Big, heavy, state guy. He died, like, I think it's 2009, maybe. Mm-hmm. But he just, he would say some things like it's so inappropriate, mm-hmm. and so true <laughs> that you're like I can't believe I'm laughing at this. Yeah, but it's just that com- a comedic uh, genius mm-hmm. that to have be to be able to take something serious. You have to and put it on the table like bam, and they were like, why am I laughing at this? Because yeah. it's
1: funny. Mm-hmm. And you got I feel like you got to be good with it. I think that's something. Um, that's definitely something I'm still learning. As far as my lane of comedy, like of course, like because everybody knows Bernie Mac is different. Mm -hmm. Then you got Steve Harvey is different. Cedric the Entertainer is different. Like LaBelle Crawford is different. Arnaz J is different. Um, D.L. Hughley is different. Like all of them are different. And I think depending on the type of comedian you want to be and the type of person would, it's going to define your lane. Like to pick and choose, I think one of the people who really model. It's going sound corny since I ain't getting none of these songs right. right? Uh, it's like Will Smith. Because Will Smith's not necessarily a comedian. Mm-hmm. But he's like, he's like he's funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I feel like he portrayed that in the First Prince. And then even from other, like, some even some movies, like Bad Boys. Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys 2, my favorite movie. Like, he can still be funny. But at the same time, like, he can cuss you out and shoot at the same time. And then make you cry. Yeah. Low key. You know what I mean? So, I think... That lane of which he has himself in to literally be able to, to have people see him all the way around as a whole is something that I'm really, I think I'm, I might struggle with just because I want to be able to be seen as doing multiple things. Like, for example, like, you, like we've been talking about Kevin Hart the whole time. Like, you can't really see Kevin, like you could not really see Kevin Hart doing nothing serious. Like, you probably wouldn't even take the movie as serious as you should yeah. if Kevin Hart tries to be serious. And that's something I don't, I, I don't want that to be my lane. Yeah. Um, Jamie Foxx does it well too oh, yeah. Jamie Foxx does it well I don't yeah. even know why I didn't say him earlier all of that Foxhole production man and he yeah. has a I I don't know if you know Jamie Foxx got new stuff coming out I can't wait really for it. yes it's coming soon I can't wait for it have you, have you heard him roast Kevin Hart yes man <laughs> yes <laughs> I heard it I don't know this had to be when Kevin was just on the scene because Kevin didn't stand a chance he did not stand a single chance Against Jamie Foxx, Jamie Foxx murdered that man. Man, he killed him. Have you yeah. seen? It's another one. Um, oh, you just gotta Google Jamie Foxx roasting. It's another one where he roasted this light skinned dude, and he was playing his conscience.
0: Oh dear God! They uh, yes. Woo! I saw it's it's hard to watch sometimes. I'm like, he literally he's killing you, dude. And he was just he felt so bad. I felt
1: so <laughs> bad for Buddy. I was just like, and the crowd was dying. Yeah, he all oh, murdered him. Jamie. Jamie Foxx is another. Guy.
0: Even people that Monique, all of them will laugh. Yes, and they just they couldn't help? Him. Yes, they Shaq like. Yes, all of them, they would just killing them. It was was it uh Emmett? What was it, Shaq? No, no, it was Emmett Emmett Smith. Yep, he was there. Yep. He was, yeah, yeah, man, Jamie, man, he
1: is crucial. He is crucial. I'm excited for his new stand up because he'll. I follow. I don't follow too many famous people on social media. Let's yeah. just keep that. Let's just, let me just be honest about that. And I when I saw him on uh, Snapchat, he was just like, I got a new special coming out because there's a lot of things going on
0: out here that I need to talk about. I
1: was like, ooh,
0: get him, Jamie, get him, I'm ready for it. I'm excited for that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and ask him, ask Jairus one more question before I get kicked out because I... Had to I ain't mean to, <laughs> but I had kicked some students out Yo, earlier. Calvin,
1: so. Calvin, you ran up in here like Devo, bro. <laughs> Calvin walked up. Didn't uh, somebody reserve this room? Like, <laughs> <laughs> hold up, I ain't saying y'all got to go home.
0: And I ain't, I want y'all to graduate, but you ain't studying in here today. <laughs> <laughs> um, this last question, maybe I don't know. I don't think it'd be difficult to answer. i Favorite Fresh Prince episode. Most memorable one. Because I already have one. He, it's probably the same one. I'm not going to be that person to say that dad episode.
1: I'm not going to be that person. There's, not, okay, there's one of them. I'm not going to be that person. I got I got like two. I got about two. So, the episode... And it's, and it's just because of punchlines. It's just because of timing, man. Mm-hmm. It was an episode where... Uncle Phil and them went out of town. And Carlton had... I believe it was Bell Bibb DeVoe. Yes. <laughs> and they came to the house and shot the video. <laughs> and they was dancing. And Ty came downstairs and Ty dancing. And the director was like, excuse me, what are y'all doing? And Will was like, oh, I'm just trying to get to my room. <laughs> Ty, what was you doing? <laughs> Ty was like, I'm trying to be in a video. <laughs> I, I cried so hard on that, on that moment. That officially made it one of my favorite episodes. And then I think uh, I think just to, just to just to close it out, I think for the only question, I think my next favorite or just one of my other favorite episodes was the light skinned girl off of uh, was it different strokes? No, not different strokes. What was that black? It was it was another famous black sitcom.
0: What was it? It was a different world. Different world. Yeah. Different world. Light skinned chick. Oh, Fine. Oh, that's uh Zoe's mom. Uh, I can't think of her name. She was Denise on
1: on a cross yes. Show. yes yes Um That was my favorite episode because Will was still in the high school and she was in college and he was doing all these all these things to try to pull him in. And they had this roasting session in the living room. Ah, oh, and then they just came together. He was like, at the end, he was just like, "Baby, you so fine." And I was just like, "Yeah, Will," <laughs> like you was trying to get him, but she fine, nah, she fine. <laughs> then I think one of my two most favorite episodes. That
0: I can think of right now, off the top, definitely, them two. Man, them two, yep. That um, that is going down as one of the best sitcoms of all time. Oh, definitely. They play. wanna, they wanna remake it, but I think they just uh, ah no, nope. they
1: need mm-hmm. to leave it alone. No, nah. talking about it, they just need to leave it alone, man. No, nah, I mean, it. unless they try to cast your boy? Then <laughs> we can, we can do whatever. But I don't even think I
0: would, man. I don't think I could do it. I wouldn't do it justice. Um. Jairus, really appreciate it. Man, there's so many more questions I wanted to ask you, and, and hopefully in the future. Um, after you start performing more. Definitely. I know I mean, the conversation will be completely different. Oh, yes. Yeah, so it'll be so much more to talk about. Because you're going to be coming across some things that's just, I, yeah. I know, man. So, I know. Um, I know. Um, again, October 13th. Humana Treehouse. Yes, yes. Nine. It's nine o'clock. Nine p.m. Um, um, doors are actually going to open at eight. Okay. Um,
1: it will be five at the door. Okay. Um, I just want to just let everybody know Humana Treehouse is, I believe, a vegan spot, but mm-hmm. the food is good. I personally tasted it, the food and the smoothies myself. The smoothie <laughs> bar will be open, um, so you can get you something to drink. Um, Doors open at 8, show starts at 9, uh, Arthur Chapman, uh, artist name is Art Art Love, um, so please follow him on social media, um, he'll be performing, so I'm pretty sure he'll start at 9, um, he'll do three songs, and then I will come on stage, um, and we're just going to go from there, my first one, so I'm excited,
0: we're going to see how it goes. I'm excited I'm, too, man, I'm, I'm to see you live. I'm nervous, man. I'm, a, man, I ain't be I would tell you this. The cool thing about being on stage is when you when yeah, you're right you there. Perform, pal, so you help me. I'm telling when <laughs> help you get me. Up, when you get up there, you're gonna be home. Okay. You it's because the best feeling I always get is I always get nervous. Mm-hmm. But every time I get up there I'm like, I'm doing what I was made to do. Yeah. And everything just flows. And everything that's gonna happen will happen because that's the way it was supposed to happen. Right. So I I can I can say that. It's, I appreciate it's, that. It's fun and just hearing you. And me seeing how you are naturally. Yeah, because they can't see all these hand uh, movements and stuff I'm doing. <laughs> I'm real. It's going to be a real dramatic show. Because that's 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 how he, and I, and I know how it is because I talk with my hands too. But that's yeah. how he talks. <laughs> and it, it just puts some more further emphasis <laughs> on what's in front of you. And you be like, yo, he right. He yeah. right. <laughs> but uh, thanks again, man, for coming. I appreciate um, you having me, man. Definitely. Uh, thank you all for listening. This Again, this is Calvin Pinoy Jr., interviewing Jerris Franklin. This is episode 12 of The Glory in Our Stories. Uh, check him out again, October 13th, Friday night, Humanitry. Uh, doors open at 8. I think um, everything's going to probably start at 9 o'clock, yes, like it says. Uh, if you have any more questions or any concerns, just hit him up on Facebook, Instagram. You on Twitter? Twitter. Hit me up on Twitter. Yes, on sir. Twitter. Uh, again, it's Jairus Franklin. Um, you all enjoy yourself again thanks for listening and we out